0: Coming up next on The Jeff Curly Show, you're going to meet an author, speaker, and coach who turned her pain into purpose, her amazing journey just ahead. Well, if you think about it, life is about adversity and, and it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get up. We all know that because uh, of the pandemic. We all got knocked down for a good long time and some people are still living in that nightmare and have never gotten back up. To talk about that today, uh, Melissa Missy Ashton. She's a speaker, author. She's my friend and she's in the studio today. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here.
0: Absolutely. And I know you're a strong Christian. My father and brother are both ministers. And so um, I, I want you to share your faith, but I also want you to share your story. Because some people would look at you and say, well, it must be nice to be born with a silver spoon in your mouth. She's beautiful. She's intelligent. Uh, no adversity. But that's not the case, is it?
1: It hasn't been the case for me in, in my life.
0: So tell us, um, you, you were telling me off camera, even in the beginning, you, you grew up around chaos.
1: I did, our home, um, it was very chaotic at times. There was elements that was loving and normal, but there was also a lot of um, chaotic. We lived in a country club, golf course, neighborhood, um, but our home was very much unpredictable and a lot of chaos, a lot of um, not knowing what to expect. Um, There was addictions, a lot of fighting. Um, And as I grew older, I have four younger brothers. And the older we got, um, the more exponentially that chaos grew um, and became harder and harder.
0: And you're a mom of six. So tell me how your upbringing changed the way you parented.
1: Well, I decided when I was quite a bit younger, maybe even uh, probably around the age of 16, that I, I wanted a different life for myself. I wanted a family Um, that there that was calm and peaceful and safe and I decided that I was going to be different and I think that decision really um, helped other decisions that I made moving forward and um, You mentioned faith. I would say that that's been central in in my life throughout all of it And my husband and I as we've raised our children. We've had a structure of faith um, together and in our lives with our, our children. And that's one thing, and the, the biggest thing that has made such a difference.
0: So uh, Missy, you were telling me just before the show that um, you had um, a horrible tragedy involving your son.
1: Yes, we were um, had just moved to a new state and um, we had just started um, baseball practice. For our son, it was the very first practice. And um, we went, I had two other little boys at the time just a normal day, went to baseball practice. On the way home, he was going to go with my cousin and some friends to the roller rink, regular, nothing out of the ordinary. I went home to get dinner ready and I got a phone call that the kids had been in a very serious accident and um, Travis suffered a very traumatic brain injury. At that time, his prognosis was that if he lived, if he ever came out of a coma, that he he would be a vegetable. Wow,
0: tell me about um, how that tested your faith at the time.
1: Um, at the time, of course, these are this is like a parent's nightmare um, that you don't ever want to hear or find yourself in the middle of. And but I kept, I continued to have a calming presence and feeling, and I would feel like the Lord was talking to me and telling me things like he is going to be healed. He is going to be okay. I'm with you. And I I had to really question at times because the doctors were telling me, Mrs. Ashton, you need to get in reality. Your son is likely not going to live. And if he lives, you need to prepare. He's going to be in a vegetative state. And so I really had to decide whose voice and which voices that I was going to put my faith in and, and listen to. And ultimately It was that inner voice, which I believe is the voice of God that I I really tuned in and and listened to and drew my strength from.
0: And tell us, give us an update on your son.
1: So that's been quite a few years ago. Um, Travis, I'll tell you what he cannot do. He's not able to speak. Um, He doesn't have a lot of use of his right side of his body, his right arm. Um, What he can do is he can communicate very well. He's Cognitive, he's very funny. He has all of his memories, as uh, short and long term. He plays golf several times a week, and he's actually a really good one-handed golfer. He really lives a full life, wow. and he lives at home with us. Um, and um, he's he's defied so many odds, and really taught me a lot. Yes. like he, he's taught me a lot about about faith.
0: Mm. I love that. And I love what you put on social media. And I urge everybody to go to her social medias, the YouTubes, the Facebooks, and, and look at some of her videos. You did one for Thanksgiving about gratitude. Let's go ahead and roll that.
1: Hi, y'all. I have been talking about gratitude a lot this week, but I wanted to dive a little deeper and talk about there's three elements that are really important to really cultivate gratitude and the power of it and what it can bring in our life. One is to acknowledge all the things that we're grateful for. And we can do that journaling. We can um, say them in our prayers. There's different ways to acknowledge The second thing that is so important is it's an action word. And the second type is to express thanks and give thanks and actually say thank you to all the people and um, in all kinds of ways that um, we're grateful, so express. The third thing is also an action, and that is to the blessings that we have in our life. Use them to bless other people's lives. That is the true essence of gratitude.
0: And I think that's so important. Uh, talk about how you begin your day. Do you begin your day with uh, with uh, positive affirmations, with with prayer? How do you begin your every day?
1: I do every single day. I um, I like to spend some time alone. Um, I like to be quiet in the morning. I um, I try to always kneel every single day in prayer, mm. and um, I. I exercise, I, I will read a little, I take that time. But the most important thing that I do that I, I really make sure that I don't miss is to have quiet time and, and to pray.
0: Mm, I love that. You also did a video about, you know, how do you deal with the chaos and unpredictable nature of life? Let's go ahead and roll that video.
1: Hey, y'all. I wanted to come on and share with you something that has been on my mind. Um, I've been doing a lot of self-reflecting and and I know all of you as well are experiencing that there's so much darkness and heavy things going on in the world, really sad and and hard, hard things to take in. And also everyone that I know in their personal lives, my friends and myself are, are going through challenges and, and hard things that they've been dealing with and facing to different degrees. Um, but something that I've recognize in my life when I've gone through hard things is there's this common thread of when challenges happen, whether it's personally, um, as a community, or even as a nation, there's angels that show up in our lives. And when I say angels, I do mean unseen angels, but I also mean seen and friends and family, loved ones and strangers. The human spirit is incredible and when there is a lot of darkness and heavy hard things people come together they unite and they lift one another and it's really amazing and I want you to know that that's there and we can be a part of it and we can look for it and we can be it
0: Wow. Because we've all heard that expression, you know, do you see the glass half full or half empty? I was Googling that expression and I came across a line and I don't remember who said it, but they said, you should not only see the glass um, uh, half full, but you should see yourself as a pitcher who can constantly refill the glass and pour into others. Talk about the importance of how you retrain your brain.
1: I love that, and something that I really learned is that, as you know, when we talked about that, Travis—he was like a vegetable when he woke up from a coma, and he couldn't use any part of his body. And we spent years helping him retrain his brain. And I, at one point in my life, had this epiphany that I could do the same thing, and that we can really all do the same thing, and we can we can retrain our brain and um, neural pathways to where we do see positive and we see the good and we also can see the blessings and the tender mercies that come into our lives um we can notice that even um something that i work and talk a lot about work myself on is noticing beauty we train our brains to notice beauty we see it Mm. every day and there's so much beauty around yes there's so much to be thankful for I believe that God is in the details of our lives, um, and that his hand is in our lives, even when we don't realize it. But if we train our brain to notice it, we notice it. Yes. And we do see it. And then it becomes this abundance of we feel blessed. And then once we begin to feel that way, when we're we do feel abundance we can share that abundance and we have the opportunity to bless other people's lives
0: let's also talk about the importance of surrounding yourself with positive people because we all know people and sometimes it's a, a loved one even that every time you see them they're dragging you down yes so how do you deal with negative people
1: well i try to stay positive myself and i there's a term that i, I say and and i i learned this from um from someone else, but it's the, the ditch of misery and woe. And some people just want you to get in the ditch of misery and woe. And so I wanna have compassion for people and we're all in that ditch sometimes that we find ourselves in it, but I don't wanna stay in it. Yes. And I wanna surround myself with people who they don't wanna stay in it either. And we can help lift each other and we can give a hand yes. to people and help them out of when they find themselves or we find themso- ourselves in that place but we don't have to stay in it. Mm. And I like to surround my um, self with people who they wanna give me a hand when I'm having a hard day, but they also want a hand to move forward and to, and to look up and to grow.
0: Sure, and I know you're also a uh, executive leadership coach, so people can hire you.
1: Yes people do hurt me.
0: (laughs) Tell us about that part of your business.
1: Yes, I really found, um, it started with really understanding about growing ourselves and becoming leaders. I realized that there's a parallel and when we grow ourselves, everything around us grows, whether it's our organization, our business, our family, our children, our church, baseball team, you know, that we coach or that we, um, anything that we want to grow in life, it really all starts with growing ourselves and pouring into ourselves, then we have the capacity and ability to grow others. And then that translates into really growing organizations.
0: Yeah. And don't you find that when you give to other people and you pass on your experience to other people that you, it lightens your load? Like you you feel better because you spent time not focusing on yourself, but uh, focusing on others.
1: Absolutely. And that's something that brings me a lot of... Um, a lot of joy in my life is the things that I've learned and the things that I've been able to apply myself to help others, to teach others. And then when I see them implement and they're able to grow in their lives and, and achieve and then and turn in turn grow what's important to them in their businesses or their families or relationships, that brings me so much satisfaction. Really, really a lot of joy to me.
0: Outstanding. We only have about a minute left. So final thoughts. What, what do you want to leave people with?
1: I think that I would say that it is. All, there's always hope. There's always, always hope, and if we look for it, we can find it. And even when we're in a dark place and we can't, we can't see that there's light. If we'll keep walking, um, eventually we will see light. Usually, people's hands um, appear a helping hand. Those angels come to us that are seen and unseen um, show up in our lives if we keep moving, keep moving forward and keep having hope, um, we eventually make it out of the valley.
0: Wow. Well, thank you for sharing your heart and being an angel to so many people. We're going to end with her Instagram page. Go ahead and uh, follow her on Instagram and get in touch with her. Uh, Missy Ashton, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having (laughs) me. It's been so fun.
0: You bet. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.